everyone, and welcome back to Completely Useless Talking, the fourth worst podcast on the internet, and we're known to steal your money. Not really. We don't. We can't afford the hackers for that. We just um, we just we, we, beg and plead that you at least give it a listen for thirty to forty minutes, and please. then we'll send a big dude to your house That's to all beat we want. the shit out of you. Wait, you, we have the budget for that now. Oh, I do. All oh, right, the cut budget. I mean, not the cut budget. The binge picture budget. Right. And I am joined by the man with the mustache, the man with an unbridled love for everything film, an unbridled love for his dog, his wife, in assorted color corrections. I am joined by Ross Bimbedek. Guten Abend, mein Freunde. Ah, meine Freunde. I've, and that's I've, all I'm going to say in German uh, today. <laughs> wie geht's? Um, sehr good, 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 good. Sehr gut auch. Dank. I mean, not danke. Excellent. Fantastisch. Fantastisch. Natürlich. Wirklich. This episode, unofficially, unofi- by unofficially, Duolingo unofficially German. sponsored <laughs> by Duolingo. <laughs> um, so, Rossford, yeah. I want to bring up some beef. Some cow-based beef. Some very nice beef. Oh, beef. Great, A. Eh? And it's going to be the beef of, oh, good God, the new trilogy of Star Wars made me lose brain cells. Dylan, we fought this battle many times. You know that we disagree. Not on this airway. You airwaves. know that we disagree about this, Dylan. We do and we shall. And Kitty, that's whiskey. Please don't drink it. <laughs> <laughs> she smelled it. and I was like, listen here, you menace. You're a menace to society, and you're such a cute menace. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Oh, get the switches. Oh, you knocked over my phone. No, you didn't, but you're so cute. Yes, you are. This is now the kitten podcast. So before we do this, is it all right if I get just a brief amount of time where I can just say my own personal opinion on the trilogy? Uninterrupted. Uninterrupted. Just real quick. You get one minute starting now. Go. Force Awakens. Ultimately, it is fine. It is harmless. It doesn't do anything new, but it's not obnoxiously bad. The Last Jedi, fucking incredible. Really pushes the series into new directions. Does really interesting things with the characters. Best shot fucking movie in the entire nine movies of the Skywalker saga. It is very, very good. Best best Star Wars movie. Fucking love The Last Jedi. The Rise of Skywalker ruins the fucking trilogy because it turns everything into a fucking mess that doesn't make any fucking sense, and it is absolutely terrible. And the tri- I agree with a lot of that. And it make um, the last je- and, and and Rise of Skywalker turns the trilogy into a piece of shit because up until that, a walking, talking waste of up your time. Until Rise of Skywalker, the trilogy was good like i liked the force awakens i fucking love the last jedi it is the rise of skywalker that ruins everything okay while we agree that rise of skywalker is a walking turd monster um i agree with you that force awakens didn't do anything different the basic thing that i disagree with is the logic behind um last jedi mainly it mainly just in like the chase Mm -hmm. scene where if you're in a life or death situation Tell everyone the plan so you don't do anything stupid. Like Poe Dameron did? Like everyone did! Poe Dameron was the only one really doing anything stupid, and his little pot, his little group of peoples. 
here's the thing. Once you tell the group of people that there's an actual, actual, like, you know, plot behind it and an actual thing, you don't get you don't get Benicio Del Toro to write you out and kill half I, your I, people. I, 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 I love and, Benicio. And, and, that's I all, love folks. Benicio. He's so much fun. He's so fun. And he's the best part of the movie, in my I, opinion, just because of his ideology. I think the whole Luke and Ray shit is the best stuff in the movie. It's incredible. I love the Luke and Ray eh. stuff. It's amazing. The ex- the exploration at of least the Force. We, at least we firmly agree that Rise of it's Skywalker. It's the pinnacle it's of dog It's worse than dog shit. <laughs> it's worse I than dog shit. What shit would you compare it to? I say this as a person who spends a good chunk. Who loves who, Star Wars. And picks, who up, picks dog up dog shit. shit on a weekly basis and knows how bad dog shit is, Dylan. <laughs> I used to pick up dog shit on a weekly basis. Do- now I now I scoop kitten I sco- shit. I scoop kitten shit a lot because my my cat likes to shit. She, she a is chunky. She's my chunky baby. She's she so perfect. She's also named after the main female. Yeah, we lead. named her before the fucking Rise of Skywalker came out. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> And then we looked, and then you looked at your cat with disappointment and said, look what you fucking did, you See, monster. luckily my daughter only calls her kitty, so that's nice. Oh, I keep forgetting your daughter yeah, knows she words She knows words now. now, yeah. She's a year old, dude. Oh, that's so she sweet. Goes, hi, Ki. Kids terrify she, me. Kids terrify me to she, hell and she, back. Whenever she sees the kitty, she goes, hi, Ki. Meow. <laughs> oh, that's mm, she's cute. Very cute. She's very cute. Oh, my God. Um, just to make sure I'm going to call out, um... A special listener, as always. Um, a few special listeners. So give me one second. Shariah, thank you for listening. I know you're probably listening to this episode. And Mike, thank you for always listening, sir. I hope you're Mike, doing well. Mike, is this uh, the Mike we used to work with? No, no, not Mike G. One, I hope his career yeah. is going well. I hope he makes more songs He's because good. he made Adult Swim and that's a it's fucking a bop. bop. That's good. It's a good bop and it made me have a self-reflection moment. Damn it, you. I didn't pay for that <laughs> therapy session, but I'll pay you anyway. Um, nah, he, he was a former boss of mine. He's always been kind of nice and, um, supportive. So, you know, gotta call him out every now and then. Hey. Hi, I'm Ross. (laughs) So, so, you found yourself in detention. (laughs) You found yourself in, I think this guy's like a war criminal now. Why was that shot so old? It was on a VHS. VHS. They found him in 2012. What the fuck? (laughs) They found him right? in 2012. We had like, iPhones. Why is it? Why is it so? We had old? iPhones. Why does it look like it's made out of grain? You could look at it and be like, I could see the individual cells of the. Of why the did shot. they make it look like that? Why? I don't know. I think it was a yeah, joke. Uh, speaking of, I still haven't seen No Way Home. Still haven't. You're a monster. See, I, you know, it came out when Omicron was really ramping up. Um, and then, you know, Omicron peaked, mm-hmm. you know, in the new year, mid early January, don't through that all of mm-hmm. January, I guess. Um, and like my wife and I are like, oh yeah, fuck that. We're not going to a theater. Well, you have a exactly. child. We're not doing shit. We're not, we're not, we're not doing that stuff. One, you can't even do shit anyway. You have a we child. Can do shit. No, we can do shit. Yes, no, you, you can't. Can. No, you can't. Dylan, it's a myth. You don't have children. It's a myth. You don't know. I have a small kitten. Oh, yes, Dylan. She is a baby. Yes, Dylan. Please tell me more about how your kitten that poops in a box is just as hard as caring for a human being. I will after these messages from our sponsors. Buy Oreos today. 
Oh, God, why are I don't know. It's just the first thing that popped in my head. Ross, you should have plugged binge picture. The binges, you know. Listen to Binge Picture Podcast today. Nope, have you ever wanted to listen to three idiots shit out. their nope, pants nope, live on air? Then the Binge Picture Podcast <laughs> is for you. I want to now have you intro this podcast with a, and like send me a tagline mm-hmm. of just like, you know, it's like fourth worst podcast on the internet and just something at random. <laughs> In the middle have of you it. ever wanted to have the auditory experience of having your brains dung out with a rusty spoon? Listen to this podcast. You see, I'm not afraid of a rusty spoon. Rusty ladle. A rusty though. ladle. A rusty it's ladle. Like a spoon but big. A spoon but That's bigger. how they should just market them. Spoons but big. <laughs> I feel like they marketed it. I as would buy such. one if they marketed I I already own a ladle, but I'd buy another one if they marketed them as spoons but big. <laughs> Don't you threaten me with a good time. My ladles, I I need them. Okay, sir. Okay, sir. Go back home and take your back pills. Sir, how dare you? Where's my son? Have Have you seen seen my my son son anywhere? Have you seen my son? Seen my son, Jimmy. (laughs) Speaking of people who've said, have you seen my son? Uh, One Travis uh, Willingham, who uh, he tricked a god back in campaign two of Critical Role. And now he plays basically his all of his favorite I, character collections. Dylan, we talked about this before the show, but I'm so, and that's why I'm so bringing it up. So we're recording this on a Thursday night, so they're doing Critical Role tonight. But we, you and I are both correct. cut up, correct? Up until the current episode that's airing correct. right now that we're missing. Well, I remember texting you, be like, "He lied," and you're like, "Dylan, shut the fuck up." <laughs> I'm not cut up, up. Dylan. because um, that was you texted me that when I was working from home, and when it's, when I'm working from home, it's harder for me to do my podcast. Oh, fuck it. Excuse me. It's harder for me to do my podcasts because I got other fucking yeah. distractions at home. You got to worry about the Yeah, child. so like it's harder for me to do my podcast. Um, but last week I was driving up to Michigan, so I got caught up. And I <laughs> I got to that point on my drive back and I had to stop for gas and I texted you and I'm like, Dylan, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember piece of that. Shit. And I'm like, he lied, didn't he? Lied. he? <laughs> I love that line, the way he delivers it. Where he's just like, I, I lied. Travis Willingham is living his best D and D character yeah, life which, right I mean, now. Dude, uh, the critical role has made me want to get back into playing it again, which is why we're gonna try and play it Saturday evening. I am available. Hopefully, crossing fingers. I'm on call. Tell them new. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say this now before I work that day, but it'll release in the future. Listen here, you sons of bitches. Don't you dare call me in. I gotta play a nerdy-ass fucking game. I have been prepping this for a week. I have owned this book, and I have said I'm going to run this module for six months. Do not call Dylan Bateson into work. Sponsored by Heat Tap. Sponsored by Dice. You need Sponsored more. by this big-ass salt lamp I got right next to me. Look, Ooh. is it is it lickable? I have not tried, but it's hefty. It's a hefty boy. <laughs> to be fair, you are not the strongest among it's us. Salty. <laughs> it tastes like salt. It tastes it like salt. salt. Ross, I feel like there's always in these episodes where it's just you and me or me and Caleb or all three of us. We always regale our times of high school. I'm gonna try and avoid that this episode. Okay, so because I think we've I think we talk okay, in Okay, so this one time in high school, Dylan. <laughs> This one time in high school, South Park tried to make a, a South Park sketch of what happened during our sophomore freshman year. But let's not talk about that. Okay, tell me that after we stop recording because I don't know what you're referring to. 
It's the basketball, oh, the basketball thing. thing. The, okay, yep. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> Look it up. It's it public, public news. Oh, it's as public much knowledge. As, as much as Carmel High School tried to get rid of it, it's public news. It. And I would have thrived. No, and that was definitely idea. when we were in middle school because my eye. Because, no, we weren't. We've been no, over this. Dylan, here's the thing. I know. No, we weren't in high we, we were, weren't. We weren't. There were two things. There was one of them while we were in. That was high the wrestling school, piss thing. There was thing. one. The basketball thing. Oh, it was the wrestlers and the piss thing was in. I thought it was both the basketball. No, the thing. basketball thing happened when we were in middle school because I remember when we got to high school, my parents were so scared for me to ride the bus. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's one reason. And to the be wrestling scared. thing, I know for a fact, was while we were in high school because the kid that it happened to was in one of our one of my classes. Oh, that mm-hmm. poor man. Well, that's it on Ross and. Dylan and Caleb's uh, stroll down memory Hold on, lane. Traumatizing memories. Uh, come lane. back next time. Come back next time where we talk about probably the same shit all, all over, again. over again. After these brief messages, have you ever felt discomforted by the fact that your cat stabs you in the leg when she wants to get cuddles? Look no further than cat. Get the fuck I just off came my lap. So close to singing. Um, a Dear Evan Hansen song when you said, "Have you ever?" Oh <laughs> I came so God, close to singing why? a Dear Evan Hansen song. I would have ended the recording. It's only a 15-minute episode, and I'm uh, fine with yeah, that. But I thought crossed my mind, and I was like, no, I can't do that. I can't do that to Dilly Bear. So wait, I have a question now. What musical, and I probably already asked you this question. It's probably lost in the ether somewhere in these shows. Um, uh, what musical would you direct that you, if you what, Are we could? talking direct on stage? I'm, ta- I'm, talking, I'm talking like like the usual holiday scene where it comes out in... December, November. So like a movie. A movie. Has, a movie. Oh, Phantom. A Phantom. movie. No question. Fucking Phantom. No, really? No, no fucking question. I love Phantom of the Opera. I love it. And I would have done Pirates I of Penzance. I love Phantom, and I think it deserves a proper film treatment. Um, and not, not... Hey, Gerard Butler could pseudo-sing. Dylan. Night time sharpens. <laughs> now, so... You either get Gerard Butler or Russell Crowe. Oh, neither. I'm fucking walking. I quit. <laughs> like, Russell Crowe's not a bad singer. He's just... He's just a he's, folk singer. He's, he's not, not a... a theater. He's not a stage he's not a, singer. He's not for the stage. Nope. Um... But to be fair, you would have to find someone who would hit I'm that... Just, uh, I, hit that I'm just fucking note. hiring Norm Lewis and calling it a fucking day, dude. <laughs> just bring in Norm <laughs> Lewis. He can do it. Bring in Norm Lewis. He's I like fine. Norm Lewis. He's great. No, he's fine. I'm just saying, like, or yeah. bring in Ramin Karimlo, dude. That dude, that guy can fucking sing. That went over my head. Oh, I have no um, idea. look, he so he was the Phantom for their 25th anniversary show at Royal Albert Hall. Ah, um, fucking gotcha. incredible. And he's still, he's only like, I think he's like mid 40s, so he could, he's still young enough to play the role. I feel like the vocal cords no, are gone. Dude, no, I, like, I he can still you sing, but like on. he, the dude, dude takes care of his voice. Incredible. He's fucking incredible. He's been, uh, he was a phantom. He's been Jean Valjean. He's been Javert. He's, he's done. He's been the hits. He's been the hits. He's been, he's done his, he's done his walk. He's done he's his been, talk. He's, he's, he's made it around the block on Broadway and West end. <laughs> Good for him. Um, there was something I wanted to say about this. I don't know. Like, it's really weird. Like, because there's so many like under untold like 
Oh, wait, no, I take mine back. It wouldn't be pirates. It'd be something funny happened on the way to the forum. Mm, I don't know what that is. It, it's basically just think it's about just a cacophony of events that happened from a slave's perspective and that my older brother Chris did a fantastic job and I have blackmail on him for years because of this memory. See, I'm trying to think of another one I'd like to do because... Oh, my brother, he's he's now just getting into D&D and I saw a picture of him that's a for my D and D stuff, and it's a bag. And I said, "Ha ha ha, ha cute!" Look at this. Listen, whole when you get into it, there's shells dedicated to it. Look at these dice. They're I beautiful. have a box for them. I have an entire cabinet. Um, speaking of D and D, we're playing. We're gonna try to play Saturday. And you yes. told me. Before we recorded BPP, which was before we recorded this. Oh yeah, I was gonna. gonna I was gonna. Oh, I'm not making a character. I'm bringing back the one and only, the man with the plan, the the seven foot tall Goliath man. My wife is bringing back Cat Diva. (laughs) (laughs) So we. I'm bringing him back. The cleric with too much, with little healing spells and more inflict wounds than you can possibly imagine. The cleric that doesn't heal wounds, he makes them. Perfect tagline. There we go. I've created, I've created our Jean-Claude Van Damme movie for this episode. <laughs> um, what is it? It's like it's like the way of peace or something like that. It's just like, wait, you chose nonviolence. I said I wouldn't kill you. You don't need kneecaps. <laughs> you don't need kneecaps to live technically. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you're still living. You're just not <laughs> walking. <the> difference. <laughs> so critical role there. Um, we're going to, this is the critical role episode. We're going to gush. We've had like three of these. They recently going. released their animated series. Oh yes, they have. I've watched the first three episodes. They're fucking great, dude. And they're really good. I like them because it's just like, hey, it's just a bunch of nerds. We just said we want to make mm. a show, and then we got overfunded as yeah. fuck. So we hired David Tennant to we play a dragon. We hired David Tennant to play a dragon. Imagine going from we just want we just want a little money so we can make a twenty minute little special to we've hired David Tennant to play a dragon. <laughs> uh, like so, and then they got Logic. Logic's logic, the voice did, actor. Did Logic pop up in? He's he's one of the soldiers who gets uh, killed in the first okay, episode. Because okay. I I know I heard um, Tenant, I heard Cardi Payton, I heard Stephanie Beatrice, yeah. and um, Felici- Felicity Felicia Day. Felicia. Day. I heard her. Yeah, Felicia who is she? Again? Fuck me. Uh, she's the guard who goes for the oh, kingdom. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and there's one more, Tony Hale. And and the way they the way they did it, and they're like they're behind the scenes, like oh this will be a long standing story with a lot of fun. Ca- oh, oh no, they're dead. No, they're dead. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so, no, they didn't. And they don't hold back. They were just like, oh, that's a bowel. Mm-hmm. That's a broken neck. That's someone got stabbed through a rock. And um, I like how they're throwing little NPCs that just look like Matt Mercer all over the place. Right. <laughs> right. I still love, we lost the fucking ticket. Ah, never mind. Grog, come here, fuckstick. Come here, fuckstick. <laughs> um, I love that. I'm using that word now. Fuckstick is a fantastic. And so, like, um, my wife, she's she doesn't watch critical roles she doesn't follow it and she's you know she just doesn't watch it um but we watched it together last friday we binged through all three episodes Mm -hmm. that came out and she was like that was fun that was really fun (laughs) 
And that's basically just critical yeah, you role just in need a to, it's, it, it, You don't need it to be anything deep or crazy. It's just fun. Although we're going to, with knowing where it's about to go, it's going to get a little deep. We're going to get very we're gonna get deep. Real dark. And, I can't oh wait God. for No Mercy Percy to show up. <laughs> I still love that line. Please, they better have that line. They better have the line. De- it's like to Desmond. It's like, you know what's the best thing about you right now? You're at the bottom of my list. No, he doesn't say it menacingly. He just says it with like this sarcastic mm-hmm. tone on top of everything. And that was just such great delivery by the 500-year-old vampire known as Thousand because he is definitely an elder god. I apologize, sir. Do not do not end me with your yeah. all-mind power. I've, we've just never seen Beowulf and Talos and Jaffe in the same room together. <laughs> We've also never seen a werewolf and Talison Jaffe in the same room together. Coincidence? I, I think not. <laughs> loved the show. I am so excited to see where it goes, and I'm very, very ready for season two to be the Chroma Con- Conclave season. Are they confirmed, They've confirmed for, season, for two? season two already? Amazon, oh my after god! The, after the crowdfunding ended, Amazon was like, "Fuck it, you made so much money, we're gonna make so much fucking money. You get two seasons." <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, what is it? Oh, no, then there's the meme where it's like, it's like Invincible. Where it's like, we get two seasons. The next one's dropping in 2033. 2023. Yeah, like, and, I mean, you saw all that shit in the General Krieg episode where they were they were dropping all those hints with all the dragon colors and all the, the eye. I'm like, that's, I'm like a Tiamat, that's a Tiamat, that's a Tiamat, that's a Tiamat, that's a Tiamat. They could get Joe. They could get Maginello. Joe, oh my god, if they got Manganello back to play Arcan the Cruel, oh my god. I still need to finish campaign one. I know the shit that happens. I still just need to finish it. Best play ever of Let's End This. I pulled up my broad axe. Say a prayer to Tiamat. Cut off my own and put it on and use my healing pool to put it back on and teleport out. Just business. This is just and then he gets up in the middle of a live stream. And just walks out. <laughs> walks out. I, and then one of the crew people said, that was dope. And then Marisha just goes, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need, to fi- I need to finish campaign one. I might make that my next big pro- podcast project. Just blow through it all at work. Oh God, you're in for a hell. Because I'm, I'm like 60 episodes in. So I got like, I'm not, I'm over halfway. I know that much. I'm over halfway. Of campaign, campaign one? one? There's 185 No, there's 115. You're not halfway then. 60? Yes, I am halfway. No, you're not. It's 75. No, Dylan. You're doing your math wrong. 60 out of 150? 60 out of 115, Dylan. Bullshit. It's not it's, 115 episodes. Fuck you. I'm pulling, I'm, no, I'm pulling it's up not. Spotify right it's now, you not. motherfucker. I'm looking it up. Listen here. I am right. You are wrong. I am right. You are wrong. Suck my dick, you big bad bong. What? 115, bitch. I am I got it right son of a bitch. What? I said, I said. I don't believe you. I had it on another tab. 115, you stupid motherfucker. I'm right. Hey, hey. How dare you insult the host? I am your god. You best respect me, motherfucker. Fine, then I'll fire you on BPP live on air next episode. Only Roger can fire me live on Dylan, air. I've, you have Dylan, no I've power. Got for you. I want you to guess who Roger's voice actor is. Are you... Is there... Is that... Is that... Is that like a Jekyll and Hyde situation? Uh, yes. Um, Roger is the Jekyll. I am the Hyde. 
you know, there's if you need therapy, I feel like that would be the best thing for your conflicting dualities. Imagine your fa- imagine your kids just going like, which daddy do we have today? <laughs> oh God, it's the Roger one. Yes, Roger is here today. That was Smeagol, and you fucking know it. Oh, that was the worst one I've done in years. Years. I've insulted everything about Smeagol, which is not hard to Smeagol do. Smeagol is free. free. There was a time where um we were waiting to open at Sun King on a Sunday, and we were bored out of our tits and ass mind um, that we just... Um, that they're like, hey, do a voice. And I start doing voices. And they're like, how many can you do? I'm like, well, depending on how many voices are in my head at the current moment, a lot of them take the weekend <laughs> off. So it's just kind of just, just depends on when they come back. Yeah, there's many a time when I'm sitting at my desk at work and I'm just like doing I'm nothing quietly under my breath, practicing different accents and voices. Oh, I do uh, that all I, the time. I practice my Scottish brogue quite often. I think I'm getting I think I'm getting a little better at it. I think it it definitely still needs some work, but I think I'm getting much better at my Scottish brogue. If I've learned anything, just watch something from like the native speaking exactly, yeah. tongue. And then you can bounce it back and forth off you. Yeah, mate. Like I can do Australia pretty easy. I've been watching so much fucking bluey. I can do Australia. Australia. I can do Australia pretty. At what have you been watching? Bluey. What are you watching? Oh, is that the It's the kids' show for Oh, I went Cockney there. I can go Cockney. Cockney's pretty easy, mate. Oh, Cockney is it? It's actually not pretty hard. I sound like Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. Yeah, here's the thing. Australia is all in the nasal. You gotta be very nasally. You don't have to be very nasally for Australia, mate. No, you have to be very nasally from because you have to keep the energy right here. That's why Australians keep their secrets. It's the nose (laughs) and the the noses. The Aboriginals, they know everything in their noses. Yeah, like, is that, that racist? Is racist? You might want to cut that. I apologize in every way, shape, and form. Yeah, mate. I think f- they're for great Australia, people. You just got to kind of. I don't. I don't even know how to explain it. I'm not like a linguist. I'm not a vocal coach. But I, I've been watching so much fucking bluey. I've been, I've been consuming so much fucking Australian media, and I watched so much fucking Crocodile Hunter growing up, that doing Australian accent is not that fucking hard for me anymore. I saw a great interview with him recently where he was just like, he was just like, uh, they were like, why are you buying all this land? Are you going to build stuff? And he's like, no, I'm preserving nature. Yeah, Fuck Steve off. Irwin, dude, fucking rocks. Love Steve Irwin. Yeah. And his fucking stingrays. Why I oughta. <laughs> why I, I oughta go out in the no, ocean it, and stop beating the shit out of all of you stingrays. It's just, it's just FD. It's just Winston Churchill. My fellow Britons, we have lost a te- we have lost a great My man. My fellow Britons, Britons, we have lost a great man. We will fight the stingrays. A man who nature. We will fight the stingrays on the beaches. On the land we will fight seas. them in the air. We will go into the shallows <laughs> with sticks and we will hit them. <laughs> Winston Churchill. But then again, when you walk into their territory, it's their game. And that's what yours. he said. Like he said, like look, if it happens to me when I'm in their territory, it happens. Right? And I always love the idea that humans are like, we are the superior guys. We're the most fragile thing on the piece of the world. We're squishy. I have a manager who says, and I quote, he can fight a black bear and win. (laughs) Okay, now, don't. No weapons, just human. 
I am, of course, not advocating for taking this man into West Virginia and slathering him in ground beef. Hot honey and salmon. But. (laughs) I have a but. If you think you could fight a bear, I have bad news for you. (laughs) There are zero bears you could beat in a fight. You could beat a cub, but then the cub's mom shows up and then make sure you cease I to am exist. Telling, this is my PSA for this episode. Don't <laughs> fight bears. It won't go well. Have you seen the revenant? Leo That was a grizzly bear, but still Leonardo a bear. DiCaprio got turned inside out. And oh, that is God. a surviving attack. Just imagine what they'll do when they kill you. It's always so, like, weird, like, hearing how people survive bear attacks. Yeah, like, how Hugh Glass literally got his fucking back ripped open, and then he crawled from fucking Wyoming to Oklahoma or some shit like that. No, the only ones I've heard of were, like, Nat Geo, where, like, he got attacked, like, after killing something. Because, you know, when they hear gunshot, they've kind of gone in their heads to be like, we're gonna go bad. after you now. gunshot's bad. Have you seen um, Grizzly Man? No, is that the one where the guy it's, like goes like, "Hello, friend, how are you?" Oh God, and he gets eaten alive. No, and we hear okay, it. so it's 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 a documentary. Um, yeah. It is about the guy who it's about the grizzly man. I forget his name, but he went like every year and went to live among the grizzlies, and he filmed all his encounters. He basically created his own like. PBS show relationship P- PBS show yeah. essentially and he'd go around the country and educate people and yeah um dude got eaten by a bear several bears we, yeah that's the guy I'm yeah, talking we did about. not we don't hear the audio like we want so it's it's oh no, we it's, don't I thought we like he's recording no something okay so, and then so we what we something. see is it's Werner Herzog so Werner is with I don't know who this woman was but she was very close to the guy that died and she and yeah. the guy that died, he was filming or he wasn't filming, but he was setting up to film and he had his lens cap on when the bear attack attacked, but it was recording. So the audio was picked up. Yeah. Werner listens to the audio on headphones and you watch him listen to the audio. And if okay. you know anything about Werner Herzog, um, dude's I pretty don't. stoic. Werner's a pretty he's. He's blank-faced. He's very German. He is very put together. He keeps himself very mm-hmm. composed. composed. He's a very composed man. But when he listens to that, you just see him just get visibly shaken. Yeah, really? Werner, and he he does not play the audio in the documentary. He he is like he he takes the headphones off and he tells the woman who has the footage. He's like, nobody can fucking listen mm-hmm. to this. Never release this. This is the most horrifying thing I have ever heard in my life. And Werner Herzog has been making documentaries and movies since the fucking 70s. So he's seen and probably done some shit. Dude grew up in divided Germany. Like... What side? I don't know what side, but I know he... he, I mean, he's he's a German man that was born in, like, the 40s, so... (laughs) He was on one side of the wall. Hey, you're born. Your entire city's been reduced to rubble. He was, he's, but he was on one side of the wall, man. <laughs> Don't know which. I can't remember which side. I think he was West German. Well, no, he's either in Berlin or he's, he's either not. In, he's, he's either in. He's either in Berlin where there's a divide in the city or he's, he's in Russia. He's either in 
occupied Berlin or he is in Soviet Russia. Which which one's worse? Find out next episode. It is Soviet Russia. It is Soviet Russia. It is Soviet, Soviet Russia. Russia. I always love the people who are like nowadays who are like, oh, the communists are coming to take over. I'm like, listen, communism at best is a theory. Because every time someone's like, we're the communist party, I'm like, you're a front. You're legitimately a front. Com- and you're just like, and it's just like, communist- what, what do you mean? Communists don't exist. As soon as you come into power, you just put it's all communis- your friends there. And then it's theoretically, not communism. communism is about no power whatsoever. It's about no one has power. Everybody's equal. It's all a commune. Everybody shares everything equally. Nobody has power over anybody else. And it's all collective. But the problem with all these go- with all these governments is that somebody always, you always have a fucking Stalin. You always have a Stalin. You s- History, in a nutshell, There's, you always have a always fucking have Stalin. have a Stalin somewhere in the government who becomes fucking Stalin. <laughs> you, you, you got st- I still love the oversimplified thing where it's like, um, oh, what was it? It was just like, hey, man, tell that, tell whoever takes takes over for me not to put that guy Stalin in charge. By the way, who did I put in charge again? Stalin, sir. I'm sorry, who? <laughs> and it's like Vladimir Lenin. It's like... Who is equally just an angry man. It's like Trotsky telling Lenin, hey, Lenin, when you die, don't put Stalin in charge. And like a week later, Lenin's on his deathbed. And Trotsky's like, hey, who'd you put, who are you going to put in charge? And Lenin's like, Stalin. And, Tra- and Trotsky. Here's the thing. Stalin chest Oh, yeah, yeah. He absolutely did. He didn't, he no, didn't no, get no, put no, anywhere. He, he just made the best of a situation and took out political opponents. Have you seen the death surely. of Stalin? It's yes, so it's fantastic good. in it's every so way. It's so good. I love, I love how movie. nobody does a I love, it I love so how much. no one does a Russian accent where we have ah, I'm Steve Buscemi. I'm going to do my Steve Buscemi New York voice. And then you got fucking right? Jason Isaacs coming in. Oh, look at your fucking face. <laughs> I love that. I love that line where it's like technically under the premier laws and everything about this comrades. Oh, I got you. Look at your fucking face. You know, face. I'm going to have to report this. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, look at your <laughs> fucking face. My face. One, <laughs> I loved all the medals he came in. He just takes off mm, his coat and I, it's just like, boom. He, he, he was basically We need Iron to talk Man. about how wonderful Jason Isaacs is because I love him. I don't think he, he gets doesn't. enough love. I, so um, my wife and I are going through a Harry Potter rewatch. Um, oh yeah, he's in yeah, this. Um, and every time he pops up, I'm like, okay, I need to pay attention now because he's so good. <laughs> I think it's one of those moments, father, sorry, father, sorry, daddy. See, and also, I didn't know he was Cornish. Um. Oh, right? It's just I so grew, left field because he he never put it in in any of his he, words. I grew up with him as Lucius Malfoy, who's got... <sighs> d- 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 very j- proper, Jaco. very... No, we've got to be very proper Imperial British, kind of the royal... Very proper. Yeah, the royal bloodline. Proper yeah. British accent. And then I just see an interview. No, he's like, oh, he's like, I'm, he's like talking like, fuck, I'm shocking about fucking Sean Bean. Like, like, I'm from Cornwall, you know. It's great. And like, what always kind of makes me wonder is like, if the acting school didn't take out like all of uh, Sir Patrick Stewart's like natural Where's accent. Where's he from? Is he? I, um, I don't remember. Research don't department, know. activate. Um, no, I'm the research department. Quickly, fill the void. Oh, I'm Googling, for me, you motherfucker. No, I'm so Googling. Patrick Stewart. Damn it. Damn it. I can't type. And He's think from at the Murfield, same time, which both. is. 
It's in he's so York. He he's, from York. He's, York. he's from Yorkshire. So he did an interview that, like, in the school that he went to, um, he, um, like, they beat the accent out of him. Yeah. Um, oh. Fun fact: the first picture we have of him is, hit, is him kissing uh, Ian McClellan. Who? Uh, Patrick you know? Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Yeah. I love their yeah. friendship. It's so wholesome. Oh God. I remember listening to an interview that uh, for Logan where they saw the premiere and Hugh Jackman and Pat Neal and they're sitting next to each other and, and they're just holding each other's hand and like just watching it. God, Logan's a trip. Uh, Logan destroys me every time I watch it. It's, I've only watched it like uh, twice because I'm like, I'm not ready for this emotional You distress. get to that ending and you're like, I'm going to hold it together. It's not even the ending. It's just like the beginning. It's everything. But then especially at the ending it's when you get to the... So this is what it feels so this like. This is what it feels like while um, X-23 is just sobbing and you're like... And she says, Daddy, at the end, I'm like, I'm a put-together, emotionally supported man. Daddy, oh, I'm no. A big adult. <laughs> I'm a big boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big, big boy. boy. I can put up with the emotions. It's of just a movie. <laughs> and I feel like, and, it, and on that note, more movies need to be yes. like that. They need to... Derived character so it's motivation. The problem with the which why Eternals was the, the problem with Eternals is that there's no emotion. It's fucking boring. <laughs> it's too fucking. It's long. basically Rogue One, and we're supposed to give a shit about seven different like people. You, like I, I don't remember half these people's names. I remember the cool ones. I remember Makari, and I remember Droog, and I remember Jon Snow. I, I remember. <laughs> I don't even know his fucking name. This He's was, just Jon Snow. I care about him. He's Jon Snow. What was it? The best review I've ever seen. It was like. You know, I think the woman who directed this movie was just trying out for a DC movie. And it works. I really, really, really liked a couple characters. The problem is there were more than the couple characters I liked. (laughs) (laughs) My biggest thing with the movie is like, okay, we're progressing in the film and we're back in time. What the fuck? The flashbacks throw you off. they, They throw the pacing so far off the mark. Like, the pacing is the worst part. It's the pacing. It's also just, like, the goals. Like, the drive of the characters. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's no timing. There's no beats in between anything. So it just gets very, like, like why do I care? Yeah, you know it, what I mean? it was very repetitive. It was very repetitive. Horribly repetitive. Um, again, I think, and I think injecting Harry Styles into the sequel, if they just do, like, Harry Styles, Druig, and Makari. I think that's a fun sequel, especially if and, and Anthena Thena and Patton Oswalt. That's a fun sequel because those are the fun <laughs> those are the fun people. Um Gemma Chan. I remember the um I like how Dev Patel one got ripped and two never you turned just said Dev, You he just said got, Dev Patel he, when it's Kumail Nanjiani. It's Kumail Nanjiani, isn't it? Dylan, Dylan, um, Dylan, Dylan. I'm sorry. I I I'm like sorry, Kumail. I, I think meant- Kumail's hilarious. I still, he worked so hard. Why did we not give him the Chris Pratt version of Guardians of the Galaxy where he's just there all muscled Where he out? were um, in the background, we're hearing, Ooga chaka, ooga chaka, ooga, ooga, What's happening? Chaka. What's happening over there? And we just see him just like over there just breathing heavily and just mm-hmm. like red goop or something. Yeah, I also like Gilgamesh and I'm mad they killed him. You see, I really wish that it was like, we have to stop the big space god. I'm like, no. 
Focus on this thing. This thing. Why don't we focus on how Gilgamesh's pie got burnt? Let's fix that. <laughs> the main I feel plot. Bad for the him. real reason. I feel bad for him. He's so friendly. He's so friendly. He's so kind. Yeah. I again. Uh, I. I'm in. I think there's interesting threads they can continue with. It's just the movie as a whole is just really is, is a mess. boring. It's just fucking boring. It's too long. And I feel like that's the problem that the MCU is kind of dealing with right now is that like a lot of their main stuff. See, it's stuff, conflicting because they released their most boring movie and then immediately after they released fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> and right. Now, it was just like, ah, oh, yes, a character with story and conflict have we you care seen about. The, What's this? Another random ass human. Have you seen the rumors for the new Doctor Strange movie? That it's just the what if? The what if episode, but put no, into two hours it's with Wanda. More than that, I know. Strange so we're filling the void here, filling the void with the idea that Ross is wrong in his opinions about Star Wars. You know, want to know right. why? Because Ross is always wrong. All right, so here are rumored cameos for Doctor Strange two, or rumored appearances in general. We've got Patrick Stewart as Professor X. We've got Tom Cruise as an Iron Man variant. Oh, no. We're just going through the possibilities We've of We've got lives. Edward Norton's Hulk. No! Get him out of here. I hate Edward yeah. Norton. Fuck um, him. We've got Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Hugh Jackman. No, no. This is the... This is the perfect time. It's the perfect time. Put Deadpool in. Put Deadpool in with Wolverine. It's the perfect time. Um, Vin Diesel as Black Bolt. No. Um, I'm cutting Ian, this segment. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. No, I don't. Ryan Reynolds Stop as it. Deadpool. We're done. I'm cutting Nicholas the Nicholas Cage as now. the Ghost Rider. Listen, here's the Sophie thing. Sophie Turner We've as We've run Jean out of Grey. time. Listen, thank you very Tom much Hiddleston for listening to the Loki. podcast. Um, Ross won't plug anything. He's just listing off random names. Uh, thank you, everyone who listens. It means a lot. And I hope you stay safe and have a good day. Goodbye. Mwah. The kiss.